welcome to the podcast, everyone. It's Andre from Mental Health. This is very exciting. I'm at Manchester Cathedral with an amazing group of women from the Place Network. I'm going to get them to introduce themselves first of all. Uh, yeah, Monica, do you want to go first? Hi, uh, yeah, I'm Monica. Um, I am part of Therapy North Staffordshire, and I run a group um, called Hope, which is helping our pupils' emotions. We support children in school and parents and carers. Hi, I'm Angela. I am a parent carer from um, Durham, and I seek support from the roller coaster group. Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm from Liverpool. I run the Fresh Plus group, um, which is a parent carer support and participation group in partnership with all the Hay Children's Hospital. Hi, I'm Louise. I'm a parent peer supporter at Roller Coaster Family Support, and I support parents supporting their young people. Hi, I'm Lisa, and I'm also from Rollercoaster Family Support. I'm a parent with lived experience, and we're here with the fabulous Wendy today, who is the Charlie Waller lead with the Place Network and has kind of connected us all to be the voice for parent and carers. Thank you for joining me, everyone. We're in this bizarrely beautiful wood-panelled room with lots of fantastic windows here in the cathedral, and this event is about to start, and you're running a session at this event later on. Who wants to tell me a little bit about that session and, and how it's kind of come about? Um, so it's, it's a follow-on, really, from um, a webinar that was organised at the beginning of May um, called We Built This City, uh, which was done with Sir Norman Lamb. And it was really about making sure that young people and parents' voices um, are heard in um, complex mental health um, and um, related conditions. And so we had the amazing good fortune of being able to work with Leanne Walker, who's um, a phenomenal illustrator, uh, a young person. Um, and she took work that um, Roller Coaster and some other groups were involved in, um, sort of doing surveys and webinars and all kinds of things to get parent and young people's voices on this subject. And then they were turned into three cities. Um, and so the webinar was really kind of bringing those cities to life and talking to people about the realities of what it's like being the parent of a young person who's struggling. Talk me through these three cities. So the first city is a dark, difficult place. Who wants to tell me about that city? What's that called and what, what does that represent? I think we called it Heartbreaks. Heartbreak yeah. City, and that was um, to illustrate times of, of our experiences as parent carers when our young people, our children, maybe haven't been supported as well as they could have. Um, and that's at times when we feel alone, dark. Um, and actually, what's been really helpful about this whole project is you can pick lightness of all of our experiences and you can kind of work through it. We've all probably had experiences in each of those cities. Um, for some of us, it's more um, kind of acutely relevant now that we're in a dark place, but at various other points, we've been in different areas. So that's kind of what that heartbreak city is about. <laughs> supportive city um, we loved that we, we called it supportive city because it was starting to think about all the things that were supportive they they kind of bridged us they held us um, and so there was a variety of different things self support uh, support externally uh, 
along with just really gems of professionals that we saw that we thought were really supportive as well. I guess it just it really highlights what has worked. Yes, yes. it did. Yeah. You know, and the whole point of the the we built the city um, is to move people from that heartbreak city to supportive city and beyond to the third city, yeah. which. Um, because it is possible, and I guess it's that thing about highlighting that there is good practice out there, and what that good practice is, so that we can get more of it. Yeah. And almost what it looks like, so yeah. people know to ask for it as yeah. well, um, and, and, and sharing those experiences of things that worked for others that might also work for other people as well. And sometimes it'd be quite isolating if you don't have a voice in that care plan and you're not included. And often as parent carers, we're not always included and not valued in terms of that whole package of care. So I think Heartbreak City for me really highlights the need to have all voices heard in that um, kind of moving to support of city. Yeah. Where's it going to go now after this event and who would you really like to reach with it? We were just discussing yesterday, there's already some plans to have kind of roadshows, oh, so there's definitely. already many people that are around our table thinking, oh, can I have them on this date, can I have them on that date, and, and I suppose that is what it's about, it's about getting it out there. I suppose, for me, um, my own lived experience of a, of a daughter who is currently in hospital is around we want as many people to hear our story as a carer perspective so that we are included. I think kind of one of my wishes of the webinar was include us, we're valuable, and actually by including us and and kind of we've got a lot of information that would help kind of um, drive and deliver the care plan that is um, supporting our children. Um, and we can see when that doesn't happen, that's when we have longer admissions, that's when our children are misunderstood um, and they don't receive the, the right support. So I think for me it's, it's people hearing, but also the people hearing that there is lots of good things happening. Like we've, Monica mentioned, there is golden gems out there. Nobody comes into mental health professions to do a bad job. There is the systems that strangulate, unfortunately. Um, And we we as parents and carers need to remember that as well. Um, That actually, some people are just trying to do the best that they can. But also, at the same time, sometimes that's not good enough for our children. So it's just getting that balance right. example of something happening locally which is when services do involve parents and carers and the difference that makes absolutely so in liverpool um, there's been a project that was running for the last couple of years which is called cyps one and it was a new online referral system so that young people and parents could self-refer um, but then also a, res- a whole system of resources built around that and from the outset of designing that there were young people's groups and parents' groups from the beginning. And what's actually happened as a result of that is that when, when, as soon as it became live, the sort of response has been amazing because it was designed by the people and with the people that were actually going to use it. And it's now gone on to win national awards. You know, and it's not rocket science, is it? If you build things for people that are going to use them, you have to do it with them. Um, you know, and I think the other thing is the fact that actually... And services are so stretched. It's just trying to remind people with these posters and, and everything that we do, really, that actually one of the greatest resources that's available to children's mental health services is us parents and carers. 
because nobody is more motivated to get our children in a better place than us. Why, so why are you excluded, us. do you think? Do you think that's a kind of confidentiality issue? I What's the deal? I think, very sadly, there is a pervasive idea in society still that if you are the parent of a child with mental health difficulties, you're probably a bad parent. And there's that underlying kind of stigma that still exists enough that it taints quite a few things. And then I think also sometimes it can be a bit threatening. You know... I think there is. I think there's more of a fear. So I think co-production, people are really keen to do it. Some people are really good at it. Um, and I think there is some great examples of best practice. I think the, the, the cities are an exa exa excellent example of co-production because they came from parents and carers coming together, sharing their ideas, sharing their stories, and look what's being produced. And I think if we can keep reminding services and commissioners and funders and government members that actually working together is more powerful but it is messy and it does take longer and you have to be in it for the long run. The outcomes at the end are better for everybody involved, but it's not easy. And I think there's fear around that kind of traction and that backwards and forwards because it's easier to just make a decision and put it in place, thinking it'll work out. And often it doesn't, but that's an easier place to sit. so motivated and energised by this. You've obviously you've kind of done this grassroots activism stuff and it's obviously had a really positive impact on you and your family. So what would you say to other parents who aren't involved in this kind of stuff? How, would you encourage them to get involved in this? What are the positives and negatives of this kind of work? I think for me the advice that I would give to other parents and carers is go with your gut reaction and ask questions. I'm part of um, a piece of work that I'm doing with adult mental health currently around the parent carer information that's given to um, families when they're when they're um, loved ones are admitted into hospital so we're going to do it on a kind of a week journey of what to expect so we hear a lot about these terminologies that parents carers might not understand and actually we need to explain that a little bit better um, kind of from my own um, experience trying to navigate systems that I as an individual understand is extremely hard so if you have somebody who doesn't understand that system that must be like like kind of plodding through treacle yeah. to be honest yeah. and I think ask questions identify a person to ask as well so that you always go to that person because I think sometimes when you ring services when you ring wards you might speak to a variety of people who give you different responses so I think when you are at that point of not knowing try and find a person is find your support network find other parent and carers because that helps you feel more hopeful but it also helps you feel more supported and you're allowed a voice there's a collective you might not be on the same journey but you can support each other to ask the questions together to work collectively and I think that gives a little bit more confidence because ultimately we're all parent carers supporting our children and young people through their journey too. So we need to make sure we're looking after our well-being and mental health. So doing it with others, I think, helps. If you don't know where to find a support group, thanks to the Charlie Waller uh, Memorial Trust, there is actually a page. If you look for the Place Network, there's a map and it will show you where your nearest support group is. Yeah. And even if it's not that close, you know, if you look at the map and you think, oh, actually, that's, that seems a bit far away, 
please do reach out because we do cover more than one area and we will we might know somebody that's not yet on the map and those kind of things you know so don't assume just because the area around you doesn't have a dot you know reach out to the nearest one or even reach out to to the actual place network themselves and you know either um we'll, we can put you in touch with the nearest support group or we can help you set one up if you want yeah. to set one up <laughs> mention because we mentioned the heartbreak city we mentioned the supportive city yes. and we didn't mention the dream city yes. and to me i think what we're saying and what motivates us is that we hold on to the dream yeah. it's just a little bit cheesy but it is i mean knowing that um i want something better for not only my it was it was my my sister but wanting something better for my family members for people that follow behind me that have gone before me is really quite motivating for me and helps me sort of feel supported. And yeah, I think Place Network for me has been phenomenal um, because it has been like this online space where I've met true friends as well as colleagues um, that shared experience, that shared pulling <laughs> has been uh, really good. So for me, that dream of knowing that there's others with me that are wanting something brilliantly, marvellously much better than what the government probably will will pay for, is still something that um, I think is is that something that motivates. Yes. That little bit of light in amongst what can be a really dark period. There's a little bit of light there, and that's that's important to hold on to. That helps, I think, plod through the the, the wind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Have a brilliant day. I'm sure this is going to go down really well with people here. So, yeah, enjoy and amazing work. Thank you so much for chatting with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.